What is up and welcome. Chris Roz here joining me again are my awesome co-hosts, Hells and Uncle Bill. On the second episode of the concession stand, we'll be going over our picks of the top 10 NCAA football teams and their matchups for week 11, as well as their point spreads, talk a little about Michigan football, and then we'll end this session with a couple fantasy football grabs and uh, the waiver wire snags. Let's get into it. All right, so I'll start with the number one uh, number one game for uh, college football. We got number one Bama versus the Citadel. The Citadel. I love the it. Citadel. I love the name. Let's start with you, Tails. Let's go. All right, man. So uh, looking here at the Citadel going to number one Bama. Looks like right now there's no spread. I think that is very shocking for some reason because usually that, that spread's given right away. Yeah, I found um, that kind of weird too. Yeah, you that. don't really see that that much, so that was just kind of odd. Um, so I got a story here about the Citadel. Uh, so they got a new uh, AD, and they had a 10-2 and two season last year. And uh, they were supposed to play Central Michigan, actually, this year, until this guy said, you know what, let's bring on Bama. And I think that's very interesting. you got to have some what? balls to oh. do that. And I, I yeah, love it, I mean... dude. Like, I honestly, you know what? You're probably going to lose this game. You know, obviously it's Alabama. But just see what you got out there, dude. I mean, like, I, I think that is amazing. Like, like that right there. Well, here's just... – he's ahead, raising bro. awareness for his football team, first off. You know what I mean? He's putting Citadel on the map because I don't think anybody knows where they're actually from. I know. I think that's I, a, I that's the biggest thing. Is, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the biggest thing is they're putting them – he's putting them on the map. He's like, let's go out and play the best game. They're going to get so much money from this. They're going to get recognized on television. I mean, it's a huge opportunity for them. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they're I, probably going to get spanked by Central Michigan anyway, so might as well get spanked I just, by someone actually good. You know what, though? I love it. It's the opposite of Alabama. You know, Alabama does not play anybody on the road. And these guys are just like, let's just go to Bama. <laughs> I love it. And the, and the cool thing, I, the thing I thought was really cool is, too, they're not only going to Alabama. They're actually calling Alabama out. They're they're got like <laughs> beat Bama everywhere. Like they're, they're gonna they're do celebrate. I mean, it. what I if they do do something though? Oh but here's oh, a cool yeah. thing too. Here's a cool thing too. They're actually wearing the same uniform. It's a combo uniform. They haven't worn since they beat South Carolina on the road in 2015. So I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, they're upsetting people in that in that uh, uniform. So who knows? Hey, I like it. Hey, well, uh, aside from the hundred, well, ninety nine percent. Bama win percentage. Well, we can all dream on the Citadel win there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen. But All right. So let's move on to number two, Clemson versus Duke. We got a point spread of, you know, minus 28 plus 28. So minus 28 Clemson, Duke plus 28. What do you all think? I got Clemson here, man. I mean, it's an easy pick, obviously. Their, their defense is number two only to the – Michigan Wolverines, but no, their defense is really good. They're outstanding, and their offense just complements them. I think they're a really good team. They've had some hiccups during the road, but I mean, they're they're a contender for sure. I think that's easy, easy, easy enough to say. You mean as far as playoff race goes? Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, they're a good second team. Right, right. By you, Joe. You know what? I mean, I obviously like Clemson uh, plus twenty eight though. Duke is seven and three though in the ACC. So, I mean, you think of Duke, you think of college basketball. You know, Swear is taking this uh, program, you know, to football. They're, they're, they're getting better year by year. And they, they're proving some, some good guys come out of these classes. Like, what's your, your, your boy Josh Allen? Isn't he from Duke? 
Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. this guy right here, he's going to be a top 10 pick. I mean, you like to see that, but, I mean, Clemson, they have four D linemen who are going to go in the first round this year. <laughs> it's And they all decided to come back, which I think is good. So, I think there's there's something there. That you know they they want they want Bama I think low key they want Bama in the championship again, and I I mean yeah I gotta go with uh with Clemson here to cover also they're just you got the pretty boy out there at quarterback who uh he just he's doing his thing man like and the the over unders at fifty eight um I would definitely take the over on that too Clemson usually puts up about those right here they they, they what put seventy up last week so I mean <laughs> yeah it was uh, a lot of, a lot of points there so I yeah. definitely take that as well. Yeah, so I would I would I would take the over on that one. Absolutely. All right, so num- number three, uh, Notre Dame versus uh, twelve Syracuse. Now this might be a pretty good game, especially with Ian be Book. Isn't he game, supposed yeah. to not be starting this game? No, they said uh, I think they ble- I believe they're gonna give him the start. Like he's interesting. Injured, okay, so he, that'll he be is, it'll yeah. be a good game either way. I think um, it's the ribs too. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, gonna be hard to make some throws with. Some hurt ribs, you know. Watch out for that when if you watch in that game. So you got uh Notre Dame obviously with a minus ten and a half for Syracuse plus ten and a half there. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing, uh I'm not taking anything away from Ian Book, but I mean, because the kid is playing lights out, completely like what, seventy five percent of his passes, doesn't turn the ball over, which is critical in today's game. He's very but, well in the past game. But, 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 Syracuse is a team that lost to Clemson by just four points, and I think they actually were leading that game at half, like 16-7. to seven. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have the it offense was, to handle. That was a crazy game. game to watch as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think they got the offense to hang around with, you know, Notre Dame. I mean, that quarterback, Eric Dungy, I mean, he's playing out of his mind, you know, throwing through the air and running, keeping it himself. He, he's looking real good. Um but I think it really comes down to just Notre Dame's defense. What are they going to do? They got a couple stars on their team. They got a good cornerback, a couple good linebackers. Like, what are they, what are they going to do, you know what I mean, against the Syracuse offense? And I think that's what it's really going to come down to. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really agree with you right there, Bill. And, I mean, I do think Notre Dame, and this, like I said, this is this could be the game of the week. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Same. And, uh, college football, there, yeah, there he goes again. So, uh, but yeah, like honestly, a lot of people are expecting Syracuse to keep it close here. I mean, it is in Notre Dame, so I mean, it's a hard place to play. I mean, Michigan went there; they only lost by seven, but the first half, uh, what was it, Winbush? I mean, he looked like a Heisman candidate that first half, and he's not yeah. even their quarterback now. So and he you gotta looks look at fabulous as well that first half. That yes. was insane. And, yes, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I just I don't know what to say here. I mean, when Metellus went out, I mean, that kind of didn't help us out a little bit, but I will save that topic for a different day. Uh, but I think Syracuse is gonna <laughs> is definitely gonna cover a ten point. Was that that's a ten point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ten point. Ten and a half. I think they'll cover, and they're they're thirty six in passing offense right now. Um, you know they don't really throw that many picks, which is nice. So they take care of the football. Uh, but yeah, I just you know I think Notre Dame's gonna win that game, but I think Syracuse is gonna cover. Right on. I'm I'm not against that any uh, what either of y'all said so. Let's move on to uh, the next game here. We'll go Michigan versus Indiana. We got Michigan with minus 28. Go Blue. Indiana plus 28. Let's go. I'm not being biased here, but I got to take Michigan plus 28 here. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Indiana's offense is good and all. It's just, I mean, Michigan's D, though. I mean, 
look at it. And the, their ability Not to score you know, through the air. I'm excited to see them against some better teams here coming up. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's gonna they're gonna still send a message to Ohio State saying that not fucking around, you know. You know, it's uh they're six no at home. They won by an average of thirty three points. Uh they they what do they hold up? Uh two hundred and nineteen yards per game only. They allow two hundred and nineteen yards per game. I mean, I don't care what offense you got, you're going up against defense like that, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a tough day for you. And uh yeah, I just think Michigan's got this one, you know. It's plus twenty eight. I Say give it to him. I mean, Tom Allen's a good coach over there in Indiana, but they don't got it. They don't got the stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they do not. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. What's Tyler's Don Brown on? Michigan? Yeah, I mean, that's just enough right there. Don Brown is just a monster as a defensive coordinator. Oh, I love him. They're, it's just, oh, man. He's you know, great. He, he's, what, he's honestly, like I said, Harbaugh is Harbaugh, but Don Brown, we wouldn't be nothing without Don Brown. You know, he, they, our defense is our heart and soul of this team, but we can run the ball. You know, I, I just I think Michigan here is just they're looking to next week. They're they're not gonna say it, you know, but it's next week's one of the biggest games of the career. I think uh Indiana here, the spread is what is that? The spread twenty and a half. The over's at fifty. Is it twenty and a half? Yeah, I mean you got a lot. I mean fifty four. Michigan's probably gonna put up I would say thirty eight forty, maybe the first three quarters, so you know, and I, th- I don't, I don't think Indiana's going to score. To be honest with you, I think we need to hold people <laughs> as low as possible, especially if Georgia does somehow beat. I think uh, they'll get one Alabama. through the air. Yeah, I think yeah. They'll get one or two through the air though. Like, they got a pretty good passing team. You know, they're, they got you Peyton know, Ramsey. I'm going to be like Don Brown. Decent. I expect perfection in this defense, and if you don't I, get perfection, all I want, all I want <laughs> is a good win, and I want people to stay healthy. And can I, can we uh, low key talk about Karan Higdon and how well he's played this year and how he's not even getting any votes? Yeah, we can. The, like, <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, he's nice. He was nice last year too, man. But no one talks about him. I mean, I know, I he, know. He has six. So is it six one hundred yard rushing game straight? I mean, that's that's I'm pretty good for you know Hudson but, as well. Yeah, I mean, and Evans, dude, uh, Michigan is clicking, man, and it's just it's so exciting to see after what we've been through the you know the past couple of years and. Shea yeah. Patterson's taking care of the football. I this mean, is kind of what we've expected the last few years. Yeah, it's uh, not, we, I mean, you, you know, Detroiters are a little bit impatient when it comes to the win process. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, Jim Harbaugh's getting ten million dollars a year. You know, that's uh, he 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 needs this season. This is this was a huge season for him. But yeah, I, I just I think we're gonna cover, and I think that I will definitely take the over <laughs> until the big we go to the horseshoe next week, which I can't wait, boys. <laughs> Yeah, so y'all y'all are taking Michigan with yeah. that minus nine. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do the same there. Um, let's go Georgia number five versus uh, University of Massachusetts. <laughs> Got a Georgia forty one <laughs> minus forty one or point spread. You know, yes. I think that's just too high. That's just too high. I mean, it's it's hard to score that many points in a game, let alone getting that many points against you. It's uh, it's scary. It is I mean, they do high. got Jake Fromm over there. You know what I mean? He's he's lighting it up over there in Georgia. You know, he's playing good. He, I think he's got, like, uh, close to 2,000 yards passing. He yep. doesn't turn the ball over either, which is, you know, critical. From, I guess that's nice, yeah. And they got a Holyfield son in the backfield, too. Kid's running. He's a great running back. <laughs> I don't know how many touchdowns he's got this year. I think he's only got a couple. I don't think he's got a lot. But kid's a good uh, – Good addition to that Georgia offense. And you know what, Bill? I had to cut you out, but Swift, honestly, too, is a, a good complimentary yeah, back yeah. to him. Definitely, and, uh, yeah. He gets the big plays. He gets He's more of a receiving back, too. You know, they use him out of the backfield. 
I mean, Georgia produces these these halfbacks that both go high in the draft. Like it's 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 kind of nice. <laughs> like you know, you yeah, look so at Tony Michelle and Nick Chubb. They're they both are doing great this year, honestly. So I mean, that's just like if you want a running back, and you will need to go to school. I mean, Georgia. I mean, hey, not a bad choice. No, definitely not. I agree, but I I can't take that spread. I I wouldn't be able to do it. I well, they can't. also have Riley Ridley. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good receiver. He looks good, but yeah, I I can't take that. Minus four. So you're gonna you're gonna take UMass there with the bets, but I'm definitely have to take Georgia UMass. with the win. Uh, yeah, I got to. Got to take them in the points. Yeah, I'm taking UMass in the points too. I mean, it is high. Uh, 42 is a lot. You know, you don't really know much about UMass, but all I see here is that their quarterbacks only gave up two interceptions this year. Only 12 touchdowns, but two interceptions. So and 12 you know, touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, that's, 99 for 163. I mean, he takes care of the ball. You know, well. yeah. So they're not going to get as many opportunities out there if you can still do this. I mean, yeah, Georgia's going to roll obviously, but 42 is a lot of points. You know. Like I just, uh, you know, you look at, you look at the way Georgia's been playing lately too. They're they're looking for the Alabama game too, you know. So they might look overlook this, but I just think forty two is too many points. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's move on to uh, number six, Oklahoma versus Kansas. We got a thirty four and a half point spread there. See, I don't like the point spread there, but I do like the over under. I would definitely go over on sixty nine points. I know that's a lot. Oklahoma's offense has been fire this whole year. So that's the only reason I would go with them. They've been blowing it up, man. They got uh, Kyler Murray. Who's, Kyler Murray uh, into the Heisman race. Yeah, he's right in there. He's, what, second, I think, in the Heisman watch. And he's just been tearing it up. He, he again, doesn't really turn the ball over that much. I mean, No, as of right now, he's good. got 175 he's... for 247, 3,038 he, yards, 32 exactly. touchdowns, and, and five the ball. interceptions. That's what I like. Guys. He can he gets a lot of completions. I mean, his percentage is like seventy, I think. I mean, that's awesome to have. You want that as a quarterback, as a coach, you'd want that for your quarterback. He looks awesome out there. He really does. And congrats to that kid because I, I like him a lot. I mean, yeah, uh, I I'm taking Oklahoma here with the over. I'll take Oklahoma just to cover the over themselves. Usually, uh, their their offense is just very you know. Kyler Murray, thirty two touchdowns, five interceptions. They average 577 yards a game with total offense. That's targets third. Marquise that, Brown. That is very – that's Eight a lot touchdowns. of yards. You know, that's, that's pretty big. And is, am, am I – correct me if I'm wrong, but did Kansas just link uh, Les Miles today as their coach, or is that a different team? I did not see that. I don't, I don't know about that. I, that. I think that. it was Kansas, so I'm not too sure. But what? they Yeah, uh, Les Miles is back into the uh, college football. So we'll Can we look that up? There. That's something. Can we look that up? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and look that up while, we, look, while we move. I don't want to be wrong like that Bears one. That Bears, that Bears one was a little wrong. It was interceptions I was looking at, not uh, touchdowns. So sorry oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. Gotcha. That's, gotcha. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's less fun. miles. We all make mistakes. Finalizing a deal to become Kansas football coach. You know, I like all it. Right. I, I like right. less miles. You know, he had crazy He's – yeah. I like. I don't like him at Kansas, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. I think you know you maybe it's interesting. Turn it around, you know. He, well, he's definitely the type of guy that could be able to do that for sure. Right, so. and you know, give him a shot. And like I said, Kyler Murray. I mean, does he not look like? I mean, not Baker Mayfield, but he's putting up the same numbers as Mayfield, even in his Heisman season. Like this guy's legit. Like I don't yeah, you know. He's just- He's oh, I agree. Up numbers. He's, he's that's the real for sure. deal, man. And, and I mean, him on the ground too. He's getting it done on the ground. Too, Thirty-two touchdowns. 
Yeah, yeah, interceptions. See, and the problem is, is like, how is this guy? Is he <laughs> like even that. a junior? Yeah, he's a junior. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. Junior. So is he's... this guy draft eligible? Because I'm not even hearing anything about this guy. Oh, it says he's a, a senior. I'm sure he is now. I, I, was, I had to imagine. Is so. he a senior? No, he's got to be uh, draft eligible if he's a senior. No, oh, I, right, no he's, shirt, a maybe? he's a junior. That's yeah, I, I mean, thought. this guy is – he's killing it. And I've not heard nothing about drafts with him. I mean, like, this guy reminds me, of, like I said, you know, Baker Mayfield, even at Oklahoma, he just – he's all offense, you know. <laughs> and what is the NFL about, you guys mentioned yesterday? All offense, you know. It's, yeah. It's – uh, I think, you know, he'd fit well in the NFL. But the thing is, is, just, is he one of those guys where he's – He's got to find the right team draft? too, though. Yeah, exactly. You got to fit the right team. But yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Oklahoma here with the uh, with the points and the over. They just got too high, too high scoring of an offense. I'm with Bill here with it being a pretty high spread. Um, I'm not sure if I could take the spread on a bet. I might go uh, Kansas there, but um, definitely Oklahoma with the win. Definitely. Um, let's move on to LSU number seven versus Rice. I got a 42 point spread there. Joe yeah, Burrow, I mean, you know, he's got seven touchdowns, four interceptions, just in the half. Eh, eh. Yeah, um, I mean, they do run the like ball. I said, uh, Rice with 42, I mean, I don't even know who the hell Rice is. I'm not going to lie. But plus 42, I mean, they can't go wrong. Is LSU, I mean, they don't – yeah, exactly, right? They, uh, LSU is – they're dominant on defense, but I don't really trust them with the offense. I don't think they're going to score a lot unless it's, with, you know – get a couple of defensive touchdowns, but I just can't see them getting 42 on Rice. I can't see it. I mean, they got great defensive players. They got Devin White. LSU's got a really good defense, and I heard heard some crazy talk. I can't confirm who said this, but somebody was comparing LSU to uh, Michigan. I want to say it was Coward. No, yeah, I heard that. I heard about that, yeah. You know, there's a lot of that bad. They got a lot. They got some good players like, you know, Devin White and Greedy Williams. They're going to be top 15 picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they, yeah, they, for sure. Yeah. They, and LSU all mind Greedy Williams on the Lions. Yeah, for real. I mean, yeah, like I said, I just, this LSU always produces a good secondary. I mean, you look at these guys that are coming out of here. You know, what's uh, your Dante Jackson last year? Then you got Pat Pete the other year. Um, Eric Reed, was it? Is from there? Uh Jamal Adams, you know, like these guys you are a lot of good players. Legit, you know, that's a it's a good school to go to if you're in for DBs. But uh, yeah, Rice here. I mean, yeah, 42 is a lot, but you know, I, I said LSU though has only given up 167. Over 52 and a half. Yeah, I mean, see, that's tough. I don't really, you know, LSU's only scored 267 points um, for the whole season. They gave up a 167, which is second best in the conference. Um, but can Rice third best can Rice make that I, a difference? I don't. Think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think LSU is going to score that much, though. But I think they the, the Rice probably won't score either. So I could see maybe like a thirty-eight to three game or something like that, or thirty-eight to you know seven. So I just I don't think I think forty-two is a little bit too much. I'd have to agree. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I Rice. I couldn't name one player off their team, but just. <laughs> LSU minus 42 right out the gates. I mean, their offense isn't strong enough, I don't think, to make that up. Um, I mean, I would I would probably take the 42 in LSU bet there. Um, Whew. Yeah. 
Okay. I think that they would make that 42 difference there. So, Okay. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong after tomorrow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely will. We definitely will. All right. So uh, number eight, Washington State versus Arizona. And th- this is, this is going to be an interesting game as well. Really? Do you feel that way? I, I do. I mean, not – I just think that um, Arizona's got some some players that can contend. I'm not so sure. Um, what's the spread? It's only ten and a half. So I mean, I think that it'll be a pretty good game to watch. See, I'm taking Washington State here. Um, like you said, I think it's definitely. I think it's plus eleven. Um, definitely taking Washington State. I think that Gardner it is plus Minshew 11. guy. That that guy is over just under sixty three. 63 is that what it is? okay yeah. yeah um yeah i would definitely take it uh their quarterback has just been lighting it up i mean he he would definitely be my heisman pick right now if we had to pick right now i mean granted let's see if two two attack can actually play in the fourth you know quarter this time but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it so well, i've heard rumors that he's hurt too so well yeah he he stumbled and hurt his knee against uh was it Missouri State last week? And some people are saying that he might not be 100% playoffs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I think he's fine. I think he'll get out there. Like, Saban made it seem like it wasn't a big deal, but I think inside they're going to probably only play him for like a quarter or a half and then, you know, put in Jalen. Yeah, they really really don't need to, <laughs> need to play him. Right. But, no, to go back to the topic, yeah, I mean, their quarterback's been lights out. I love the kid. I think he's awesome. You know what I mean? He, He's great. He's thrown for almost thirty touchdowns. He's he's a really really good uh, candidate for man. the Heisman. Man. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, they got a good running back too, man. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're running James back Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm looking yeah, he's here. Got he's got 103 touchdowns. carries for nine touchdowns and 437 yards. I mean, that ain't that ain't too crazy as far as yardage goes. But sounds like no, he yeah, might be yeah. a nice power back there. I just like uh, I for sure like their back. quarterback. He can just find the open receiver every single time. He spreads the ball out to a lot of different players on this team, and I like that. It actually makes him seem like a superstar for actually getting the ball to different players on this team, make, letting them create the play. You know, I, I like that a lot, and I think that's why they're going to take the win. Yeah, I mean, Billy, you took the words right out of my mouth. So this quarterback here is, is the real deal. Um, you know what, though, for the points? I don't like the points right now because, you know, they, they, they've won, was it, five in a row, but they only won by six at Cal. They've only won by three against Stanford. And so they, they won 14 Oregon. That's nice. But, you know, those two games, I mean, I, I would have to take Arizona. It doesn't look like they played a decent ranked team for a while. So I would take Arizona with the 10. I think 10 might be a little too much. But other than that, I mean, yeah, Washington State is rolling. So. I I expect Arizona to keep up. I mean, their quarterback's got 19 touchdowns, six picks. He looks like he takes care of the ball pretty well. Um, their other running back, Taylor, he's got 1,221 yards with six touchdowns. So he can they can run the ball and you know dictate that offense. I don't. I just think 10 points might be a little too much here. Or 11, sorry. Okay. Gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm uh, I'm gonna have to take Billy's side though. Um, what do we got next? We got number nine, West Virginia versus Oklahoma State. And this is only a six and a half point spread here. So, 
Yeah, I would. I want to go Oklahoma State here. I really do. With the bet. Um, with the bet. Yeah, with the bet, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, plus six and a half, plus seven, whatever it is. I mean, I think, I think it's going to be a lot closer of a game than people think. Uh, I don't really trust in Will Greer that much this year. I don't think he's that good because he's got. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's got some of the best oh, wide receivers. Big words there. Some of the best there. wide receivers in the league. Big league. words I there. I don't know. I, it, I just don't see it. I don't see him being that good. I mean, they got a good defense. You know, pretty good defense. They got. Really good wide receivers and David Sills. I like him a lot. You know what I mean? I especially like what he did last year. I think he tore it up last year. Um, yeah, man. I just I don't know. I would I would definitely take uh, Oklahoma State there with the plus six and a half. I would have to. It's it's sitting there, man. I got to take it. Seventy three and a half over and under. Yeah, seventy three. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. a lot. That is a lot. Oklahoma St- State's got the ability to score, man, and I think they're going to show that tomorrow. I think they're going to show that. I, can't, I couldn't take that over, though. I'd have to go on there. I think this is going to be a really good game to watch. Yep, I agree. Um, they, You know what? So, if you look at here, I mean, Oklahoma State, they've only won one of their last five games, and it was against Texas. So, they, it looks like they play good competition. So, I'm kind of curious how they see how they're going to play this team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, right here, I mean, I don't think – Geno Smith and uh, Steve Slayton ain't over at West Virginia, so uh, – I don't think that that's a little too much, man. Seventy four. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna <laughs> yeah, that's happen. A lot. So, but uh, <laughs> they got two solid receivers, like you said. You like Sills. Uh, Gary Jennings Jr.'s got ten touchdowns. Uh, so twelve and ten. That's a good one-two combo. You know, their quarterback takes care of the ball. He's got thirty-one touchdowns. And you know, I just like I said, I, that seventy-four is too much. The six and a half, though, I will say, I think that we'll cover that. But I just, I don't like the over at all in this game. No, no, I'm with you. I was... And then, too, it's, it's going to be a good game to watch, man. It's going to be a really good game to watch. Um, Let's go 10 Ohio State versus Maryland. <laughs> good old Maryland. Um, We got a 14-point spread. Yeah, I'm taking Ohio State with the uh, minus 14 and a half here. Um, I don't see yeah. Maryland being able to do much against Ohio State. Ohio State's offense is... I think awesome. they have the an 81, 82% win chance for Ohio State. Right, right. And it's, you know, their defense is eh, but, I mean, it's Maryland. Let's go. You know, get your act together for one damn game, all right? Um, Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> I love the kid. I think he, he does good. It's just can he do good under pressure, which doesn't have to worry about playing Maryland. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I mean, they got, the backfield looks good, too. They got Mike Weber. They got, you know, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, Haskins keeps it himself, you know. It's they uh they look good, man. It's they got a good good offense over there, and I think they'll be able to put up a lot more than uh just fourteen and a half on them. So yeah, yeah. Ohio State's gonna roll here. I think they're gonna try to prove here before they play Michigan that they're just gonna run it up. Um, the only thing that I gotta say here is uh, Ohio State plus fourteen. I think they're gonna cover that. The fifty five they're gonna cover too. I mean Maryland. You know, you you take that coach, uh, what's his name, Durkin? Yeah. And, yep. he, you know, he, whatever happened this year, you know, they get rid of him and the team starts playing well. They actually start liking this new coach and then they bring him back and then they fire him again. You know, there's something there where I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. 
and they just been trailing ever since then. I mean, they more or less people went out of Maryland. Yeah, you know, like what kind of message does that send to you know your your fan base and everything? And, you know, this guy acts like this, and you want to bring him back, and then oh, now he gets fired just because everybody you know complains about it. I just I think they should have just kept going with their coach and you know just rolled with that. But like I said, that's a different story. But uh, yeah, I just don't see Maryland being any more competitive this game. I think Ohio State's going to try to prove as much as they can to get their rank up higher when they play Michigan. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Maryland's also, you know, they got bit by the injury bug. So, I mean, they got their their quarterback, Case Hill, out. I mean, uh, he's out, I guess, for sure, looks like. Uh, Ty Johnson, their backup running back, who's actually got 506 yards on the the season, he's out also. So, they're missing a lot of key players, I think, that would have made this game a lot more interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you guys are definitely taking Ohio State there at the over. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Definitely. Yeah, I got to. And the spread as well. <laughs> yep. Post 14, yep. oh, yeah. You know, Haskins, yeah. man, I'll tell you, like, he does seem good in the pocket, but I don't see him scramble at all. And um, I think that's one thing where, like, you know, I I think he's gonna tear it up in the pocket, but going into next he week, I hate to preview next week. I wouldn't week. mind picking him up like third, third, fourth round if he's there. See, yeah, I'm t- like I said, I just think he struggles with mobility too, and uh, you know, I hate to look forward to next week, but I'm so pumped. I'll just tell you, like, you know, I think Don Brown's gonna pressure him pretty good next week, and I think you know he's yeah, gonna prove something. You know, like this. Well, week. that's the thing too. I mean, if even if you've seen us against Notre Dame when we start pressuring, you know, Winbush, who's you know flashy quarterback and stuff, and which Dwayne Haskins ain't really, I guess, flashy. Like he, I mean, he doesn't have outstanding numbers on the ground or anything, but, I mean, he escapes the pocket, I think, pretty decently. But, um, you know, and extends his plays a lot. But, uh, yeah, I think with the pressure we're going to send with, you know, Chase off the edge and all of our different types of blitz packages, I mean, I don't think there's anything they're going to be able to do to stand for that. So, that's going to be good, too. As they say, he's got another thing coming. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Another thing coming. All right. So <laughs> let's move on from that. Um, 16 Iowa. This is going to be the last one I'm going to go over for college because this is just too close of a ratings here. Um, 16 Iowa State versus 15 Texas. This is only a two and a half point spread here. All right. Chris, yeah. Helder, I want to know what you think about this game. Oh, God. Me? I think yeah. about this game right here. Yup, dude. Honestly, I it's Big Ten versus Big Twelve. Possibly both will be in the Big Ten, in a little you know here in a little bit. Uh, like I said, I think the Big Ten and the Big Twelve are going to merge in the next five years. But like I said, that's a different topic. You know what, man? Texas. Uh, oh, it's at Whoa. it's at Texas um, at eight o'clock. I mean, how hard is it to play at Texas at night? You know what I mean? That place is going to be rocking. So. I, I don't know, man. It's it's just it's just tough. I, I I'm gonna take Texas on this one. Seven and three versus six and three. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take Texas on this Sam one. Sam Ellinger. And he's what, got what what's the uh... two interceptions? He's got two two o five for three three nineteen, and uh, just about twenty five hundred yards passing. Yeah, I mean, you... <sighs> yeah, That's, I'm gonna roll with Texas. Nice. I just think them being at them being at home at that night, you know, it's just. It's like I said, I just it's just it'd be too much. Like I said, I think it'll be close, but I think Texas is gonna definitely win that game. I know David is it David Montgomery for Iowa State. I think he's pretty solid running back. 
Yeah, they don't have a bad running back on their team, but uh, they have no passing game. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't I have, have no established idea about their defense, man. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's looking like it's uh, Texas in this one, and I would I would uh, definitely take the plus two and a half on that one. Um, like you were saying, the the quarterback for Texas, Sammy, he's uh he's doing good this year. I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over, which you guys know that's my favorite stat. Um, Sam Allinger. <laughs> yeah, Sam Allinger. He's he, he doesn't. You know, he takes care of the ball, and that's your biggest thing. And they got a whole bunch of different running backs in the backfield, you know, that can get open and can uh, make a play in open field. And I just – I really think Texas is going to walk away with this one. Yeah, I agree with you guys here. Um, Texas just looks like the more solid team. I've watched a couple of games throughout the season here of theirs. Just, you know, glimpses. I haven't really paid attention much. But what I have seen, I mean, they're – they look pretty, pretty solid. So and their I'm defense go with Texas is pretty solid well. too. You know, I like yeah, their defense yeah. a lot. Yeah, Cade Stearns, you know, Cade Stearns or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's looking pretty decent too on that uh, defense there. Gary Johnson. So they got a couple of playmakers on their defense as well that that I think would be easily easily beat uh, Iowa State with. So yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're all taking Texas. Yeah, yep. I'll take Texas plus eight. Right, definitely. All right, so here's the big question I have. Um, This is going to interest most of the Detroiters, but, you know, any U of M fans around the nation here. But uh, my first question, will U of M remain in the playoff race? Will they remain? I mean, yeah. Uh, If you want my answer, yeah, they're going to remain because they're going to be Ohio State. Um. No, yeah, I think the proof is in the pudding, and we are supposedly the fourth best team in the nation. I see it every week. You know, every time I watch this team, they're doing terrific things on the field. Um, Their offense is getting better every single week. Their offensive line has improved so much since last year. It's it's insane, you know what I mean, to see these these plays actually get carried out the way they're supposed to and getting the ball to uh, DPJ, you know what I mean, and just watching these plays actually – happen is awesome and getting enough time to happen and uh Shea Patterson man like the kids get better every single week we know that it's uh it's really cool to see you know what I mean and our defense well it remains on top so no question about it they're gonna stay in it right I think that our defense can hang in there with the number one Alabama that's a different. Okay. That's a different story. But no. you know what? <laughs> Do you want my honest opinion? Yeah, no. like I think their defense is great, and they would have the best chance defensively going up against Alabama. Um, but I mean, do you LSU, think it would look a lot like the LSU game, or or do you think we could compete a little better than that? I think I think compete a little bit better than that, but I still don't see anybody touching Alabama. I mean, they're they're just too good. They got everybody. I mean, I mean. Look at them on paper. T Tag hasn't played a fourth quarter yet. You know what I mean? It's it's they're unbelievable this year. They're the best team I've seen. Probably now. What if time. he sits out? What if he sits out? What if he's hurt and he can't play? It doesn't matter. Then what are our odds? It doesn't matter if he's. So they're gonna find some guy who Nick Saban just picked off the street, or he's just gonna be sitting <laughs> as a red shirt. And this guy's gonna throw for. Four yeah, it's not gonna be. Yeah, it's it's we can play the what if game all we want, you know. What if your grandma had a dick, then she'd be your grandpa. But it's you know what I mean. It's not gonna happen. Easy there, kid. It's not gonna happen. I mean, look at him. It's it's Tua. You know what I mean. He's yeah, he's primed yeah. for the big spot. So I he's agree. Play. He'll be there. He'll be there. His little brother looks nice too. 
That's what I've heard. I haven't looked up anything on that yet. I want to know. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should. You guys should check him out. Definitely. Maybe we'll talk a little more on him later in a few episodes or something. But yeah, um, maybe in the off season or something. What do you What do you think, Kels? I can't even ask this question. I mean, Michigan is definitely going to be in this running, Mike. Like, do you think we'll make that playoff that that championship game? This is the problem. Chris. Okay, Chris, don't do it to him. This is the problem, all right? The Alabama and Georgia game is very big because if it is a close game, this in, is what I want to hear. In Georgia, in Georgia does win a close game. That is the only way I think we could get left out, and it sucks because look at the season that we're having. It's almost like a fairy tale season, especially if we beat Ohio State. We haven't beat Ohio State in what eleven or twelve years. I mean, it, like. It's just going to be insane when that buzzer hits and you see our score higher than Ohio State's and you see Urban Meyer walk off the field Ohio State at his last time. Like I I'm just going to I'm going to just yeah, cry tears yeah. of joy from being happy and just from him leaving because I just hate him. I hate his guts and uh, <laughs> he's a horrible. Person. Wow, try not to be a little biased here, but yeah, I think he's done some very very bad things here, but. uh I mean, he's had I wouldn't say going on I with hate Florida. the guy. That's a little strong. I mean, this is, the same stuff's been going on at Florida. I mean, he hides no, stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just – anyways, sorry about that. Getting off topic. But, I mean, Michigan, they just – they, they want it, man. They, they, dude, you, you watch – they want this, this season, man. They, they need to get in this playoff. And like I said, it doesn't matter who we play in the playoff. I think that's going to be one of our best games because Harbaugh knows that money – he needs to he needs to survive and go at least win the playoff game for to get in there to the championship because I mean unless you're playing Clemson or Alabama first round if you play you know uh, like I say if you don't play those two teams I think you got a good shot and I, for me personally I would love to see Notre Dame versus Michigan first playoff game I think that would be huge if that can somehow happen Alright, so say Michigan makes it. We so play – that is the lineup, number two versus one, number three versus four. And we go on to beat Notre Dame because I believe we truly can. Um, yeah, revenge. How do you put uh, that Yeah, and for? especially if we get that far, that's not standing in our way. But um, say we get that far, do you think we as a team have the best chance out of all the all four playoff teams – or all three playoff teams, rather, to beat Alabama? Oh, Absolutely. I have no doubt. I mean, the stats that we have defensively, we lead in almost every category. And it's just, like I said, it's just impressive. Like, you know, Don Brown for what this guy can just do here. And, I mean, like, he just comes in and just the players love him. He expects excellence. I mean, the points we've given, like, look at this. It's 7, 7, 7, 13, 21, 17, 10, 23, 17. You know, like, that's – you see a lot of sevens and threes in there. So, I don't know. I just, I just think that is – that, that falls on coaching. I think the players play for Don Brown, and I, I love it, man. I think he's the best defensive coordinator in football. And I mean, why not go against Alabama if you can? Let's see here's, what we got. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. He's not asking if you love Don Brown, man. I love Don Brown. Everybody loves Don, Don Brown. <laughs> Who doesn't love Don Brown? Here's the thing, though. Don't be getting all 24 of our fans riled up thinking that Michigan's going to beat Alabama. Cause it's no, not they're not. Happen. They're not going it's to. Not but they, have, happen. they have the best chance. To <laughs> I really, I think, I really I think, do think they so. do have the best chance out of all of them. Um, Clemson, depending on what day they're playing on, really. But And that's all I'm asking for is it's what, just, what y'all think on that. I mean, we can all dream, but Alabama's taking it this year. I'm sorry. I mean, we might as well just start next year. Unless the Citadel comes here and just – 
shocks the world, man. Get out. Let's, yeah, yeah, they're going to shock some people. Right? Hey, no spread. There's no spread right now. That worries me. No, I'm just kidding. That is crazy, but that that is is crazy. 99% win chance for Bama? Mm. I think they're yeah. just trying to still figure out who Citadel is. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't know anything about this team. <laughs> yeah, nobody really knows. Who they even play, right? yeah. But. All right, so Hells, I mean, Bill, you might have some of these too, but Hells wanted to cover a topic uh, here. We want to go over NFL fantasy pickups, you know, on DraftKings and whatnot here. Yeah, I mean, I like the value picks here. I mean, if you guys play DraftKings or, you know, FanDuel, I mean, there's some value picks here where, you know, you're filling in your lineup, you got that last spot there, and you kind of want to fil- filter around, work with some people. Here's some guys that are cheap that you can, you know, hey, I can get get rid of this guy, put this guy in, and I can get a better receiver or something. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give you guys – we're going to do a little different. I'm going to give you guys four guys, their price. I want you to give me their, their like, the best one. So we'll start here with we'll Alex Smith at 4,800, uh, Dak at 5,200, Eli at 5,200, or Deshaun Watson at 5,700. Oh. I might go Alex Smith, honest with you. I think that's our best, safest bet. Um, he's been secure the last few games. Um, he's definitely a vet. He's got that state of mind where, you know, when, when he does mess up, he's he's not necessarily done and over with for the game. He won't let them little errors necessarily get to him. He can still come back. Um, I think he's our safest bet. The second, second if you're going to have a little trouble there, is Dak. Atlanta, yeah, man. That's, that's what I was going to go with. I was going to go with Dak, too. Um, I think he would be the best at, you know, that case, if you had to pick out of those four. Um, I'd be too afraid to pick Deshaun Watson, honestly. So, yeah, I would have to go with uh, go with Dak on that one. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I got, right, Eli. For us? I got, well, I got Eli down there for two. I know I'm kind of big on the Giants this week, but I, just, uh, I don't like Tampa Bay's D. Um, I think Odell, so he's, he's have a nice game. Uh, Saquon Barkley could have a nice I think Saquon's going to sign more, and that's oh, why I yeah. believe I think so too. Eli's number is going to be a little lower. Yeah, it could be, you know, a little, little flare pass or something too, you know what I mean? You know, let him shake and bake, get in. But uh, I just, I don't, I think Eli is a decent, I mean, like, just kind of under the radar, you know, watch out for that. And uh, I agree with you, Rod, Alex Smith, he was my first one I put down there at 4,800. I mean, Alex Smith at home has played very, he's played very saves well. you a little cash. Yeah, and it saves you the cash, you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, so we'll go on to running back. Uh, kind of a crazy one here, but at the cheapest one I found was 3600 And that right there is a diamond in the rough, and that's Jalen Samuels of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason I'm saying that is because James Conner was evaluated for a concussion. Isn't uh, he a uh, tight end, too? So he's kind of like is the a thing. little, little Swiss, Ar- Swiss, Ar- uh, Swiss Army knife there. Well, that's know? the thing. In the formats of Yahoo!, you can put this guy at tight end. This guy might get you 10, 15 carries of James Conner. Or even a flex. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's, you're t- you know, he gets tight end and running back stats for you. So, yeah, I got uh, down here. So, I got Derrick Henry at 4,000. Um, he's been scoring a lot his last couple games. Uh, and, like, Billy, Billy loves his Titans. And uh, they've been they've been running the ball pretty good lately. So, we'll go there. Theo Riddick at 4,000, too. I really like this because Marvin Jones just got ruled out about a couple hours ago. And, uh. I really think that, I mean, if we got to do something here, I mean, I think he's going to be out there more in the slot, if anything. I think T.J. Jones has a good shot, but I, I think Theo's going to get a lot of playing time this week. And then I got a split one down here with Deion Lewis and Mark Ingram at 4,800. 
I mean, Mark Ingram at 4,800, I think, is going to be a solid one right there. Like, you know, in- Kamara is going to do his thing, but Ingram, they always find a way for Ingram to do something, and he usually can, you know, carry the load. Uh, and then, De- like I said, Deion Lewis, like, Billy loves his Titans, but Deion Lewis almost gets, like, six receptions a game, so that's what he averages, and that's pretty good for a PPR running back. So I was wondering, yeah, out, of those, out of those guys, what would you, what would you guys think? You know, I like the Derrick Henry pick just to be safe. You know what I mean? He gets he gets in there the goal line, you know, and uh, he likes to punch it in there. So I would have to go with uh, him for sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He's He's been killing his last couple games. I couldn't disagree with that. That was actually my number one guy too. But the uh, the first guy we talked about there for the Steelers, he's he's not a bad pick either. No, I know. And as I've seen that, I was like, you can put him at 10. That, that's wild. But uh, I also wouldn't mind Theo. I mean, that's kind of a toss-up. I mean, they're all pretty cheap, and uh, they're all going to kind of produce, you know, this game this week. So, Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, Derek Henry, last three games, he's got a touchdown. Um, you know, he's averaging about which one will produce more. nine carries a game. But, I mean, they're goal line. You know what I mean? So that's, that's a boomer bust right there. I mean, if you look at it too, PPR that's nice because he's going to get a lot of a lot of touchdowns there. Yeah, right. And you'll like I said, and Deion Lewis is not averaging too many yards per carry. I think it's like three something. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I'm I'm really high on Theo Riddick this week. I'm not, not even trying to. Be I was going to ask you about that. You know, with uh, I think because isn't Marvin Jones out? Yep, he's out. He's yeah. So, so yeah, with him being out, I mean, what do you think his role is going to be in this, Theo Riddick's? Um, he could step into a slot receiver. That's what man. I'm thinking. I mean, honestly, why not try it? I mean, our season's over anyway. Just see what he can do at the slot. That way you can work around him. I would even love put both of them and like – Just worried about his wrist. A little shotgun, man. Put Carry on the left, put Riddick on the right. Stafford, put him in motion. Just get move it around. Do something. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> do we do we have a pistol <laughs> formation? I mean, have you seen that I've this seen year? I've seen it last year. I haven't seen it this year. I have not seen the pistol at all this year. Yeah, I did see last year. Yeah, I'm not seeing that this year. Yeah. All right. So receivers. Um, I'm going with uh your guys' boy, DJ Moore at forty two hundred. I, like I think that. I like that pick. I think this guy, even like I said, Billy kinda got me rolling on this one. I think this guy's gonna tear it up. There's Cam in the dome. Yeah, Cam yeah. in the dome. They're rolling him in the offense more as you could see. Um he only got one reception last game, but I mean if you look at um our cornerback situation, I mean this is going to be a solid pick, I think. For I don't think you're going to regret this. And at 4,200, I mean, you know, this guy could be leading them in uh, targets tomorrow. You know, just throwing little short ones, just getting him involved more in the offense. You know, a little practice run. I got Nelson yeah, I mean, Aguilar. Oh, go ahead, Bill. I I gotta agree with you on that one. I, I you guys know I like my DJ Moore pick this week because I mean, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? Having a young stud like that coming to a coming to a game like this, they need to win this game. They really do. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, when they when he's playing the towel boy as cornerback, you know, of the week, so it's going to be a no brainer here. I, I really think so. It, there's no one that's going to be able to cover him. I yeah, think, he's I think gonna my have a damn grandma can run faster than Tuesday, boy. Yeah, yeah definitely. I heard that plenty of times. Said can't figure out which way to freaking turn. I got uh, Nelson Aguilar here at 4100. He had uh 20 27 receptions this year at home, but we're going on the road here, so. 19, he's got, but he's got one rushing touchdown, it says. 
So, it must have been like a little sweep yeah, or something. Yeah. That's interesting because we got Tate on that in that field now, and you got Jeffrey as the number one target. I mean, that's hard to pick. I just I think the Eagles receivers. There's no number one. I think they're just all solid number twos or number threes. They all do the same thing. You know what I mean? And the thing I like about this pick is uh, Aguilar is they're involving him more in the offense. I mean, he had seven targets last week, and for for you know forty one hundred. I mean, it, it's a it, it, like I said. Carson Wentz could throw the football pretty good here. So, you know, and they're playing the Saints who give up a lot of points defensively. So, I mean, that's not a bad pick. Uh, and then this is a one I really like. This might be one of my favorites is uh, Demarius Thomas at 4,900. I think uh, the bye week there, getting Ooh. them off, I think him. That's a good one. Yeah, I think the, through that bye week, I think they're going to employ him more. Um, they're going to – D-Hop's going to probably get some doubles to so get a safety help. So, I would love to see them bring him in more. So it is kind of a risky one though because he hasn't been in there long. But I think the Bible yeah, I don't know if I helped. like that one. I don't like that one. It's I tough. I can't lie. It's a, he's just too old. He's old, man. Get him off. He's the not that old. <laughs> I know, but he Ooh. plays like he's old. Ooh. I missed it. Who Demarius is this again? Marius, man. He just well, he no, plays like he's I old. I thought we were talking about too. another guy, but no, he's got potential. Stop potential, it. Potential. Yeah, Stop when he was Twenty-three. All right, but what? Go ahead and uh, do. Do you guys, what do you guys think about like uh, Jaquan Smith for uh, the Saints or uh, what is it that Josh Reynolds kids for uh, see that Josh I mean, Reynolds see Cooper that's Cup. I'm gonna hit that on waiver you know, wire Cooper... so we'll, we'll we'll get that in a minute <laughs> okay. okay all right I'm gonna go there yet uh, the last one for receiver I got is Amari Cooper 5400 he's going against Atlanta he's averaging at least 10 to 12 targets ever since they got him which is pretty impressive for a Cowboys receiver. So I think that's a really good one. A little bit pricier at 54. He's averaging like 10 to 15 points in DraftKings, I think, the last few games. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, he's got a touchdown. So, but, yeah, I think I think that one against Atlanta is going to be pretty good. And for the tight ends, it was kind of difficult, but I'm going to give you four options and you guys let me know. You got Jordan Reed at 3,800, Evan Ingram at 41, O.J. Howard at 49, and uh, Ricky Seals-Jones at 2,900 against the Raiders. I like that Ricky one. Seals is not a bad one. That's real, real cheap. Save you a lot of cash, and he's, yep. he's going to be a target against the Raiders. Yeah, I have to agree with that one too. I actually like that one there. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's been improving every week. You know, I mean, you see it too. So I think he's a good pick for a cheap price. Absolutely, and he's like half the price of everybody else. He just lists it off. So <laughs> right, yeah, tight ends are like a dime a dozen. And then I hear I got my must starts. Um, this will be real quick. Uh, QBs, I get two of each. So we'll go uh, Cam Newton and Drew Brees. I think are must starts this week. I just think they're just gonna they're just gonna up in the domes. Uh, running backs, I got Zeke and Shaquan Barkley. Uh, receivers, Michael Thomas and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Travis Kelsey for the tight end with Greg Olson. And then the defense, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers as the lock of the week against Jacksonville. Ooh, okay, I like that one. I just, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's solid. Fair. That's solid picks. Jackson, I like Jacksonville it too. At, uh, I don't like Jacksonville's QB situation. I, I mean, Cody Kessler might come in. Who knows? So <laughs> yeah, what QB situation? <laughs> they have no QB. Yeah, exactly. So no, I, I have to agree. Yeah, that's a good pick there. I like that, especially with the way the Pittsburgh Steelers been rolling. I mean, they just look like they want it more than any other team. So it's yeah, just, they need to. It's yeah. their last limb, you know. Their defense looks good. I mean. I like it. I like the pick. Go ahead, Roz. Waiver time. All right. So let's uh, let's go over these waiver wire grabs. Um, oh, let me know what y'all think. Waiver. You know, these are just little pickups. You know, if you need something, 
Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. Jaquise Rogers, Tampa Bay running back here. So he's probably their best performing halfback as of late. What do you all think? Yeah, I agree. Uh, not I mean, bad. Not I'm bad. I'm very disappointed with uh, uh, what's his name, Rojo. I I mean, I know Bill was high on him this year. I expected more. But yeah, I just uh, I did I did expect a lot from the kid. I, I mean, I thought he had the moves, man. I thought he had the shakes. He, moves he like got, Jagger. He got drafted uh, ahead of carry on. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, so that was true, that man. was one of the halfbacks I had there. Then I got another one over here at uh, Josh Adams for Philly. Um, he's been their healthiest at depth. So there's that. Um, yeah, Maurice Harris, wide receiver. Um, Josh, uh, Josh, Jamison Crowder, and Paul Richardson are out. Richardson's out for the year, I believe. So uh, Maurice Harris is a nice three receiver if you want to pick him. Um. Yeah, that that might not be bad. That might not be a bad pick. I like where you're going with that. Yeah. Go on. So then, uh, another one. This is this is what you wanted to touch on a little bit earlier, Bill. Um, Josh Reynolds. Uh, Rams have Cooper Cup out right now, and he's like number one target, obviously here. So, Josh yeah. Reynolds is a nice pick. They obviously have Brandon Cooks. They have uh, Roberts. Um, uh, Robert Woods. They got um. They got um. Gerald Everett. So they do have options, but this is a nice number three pickup, I believe, and I believe probably the best waiver wire pickup if you're looking for a receiver. And I mean, especially with the you know the games the Rams got coming up, they got a couple of close games here. So I mean, they're gonna have to be throwing the ball a lot. You know what I mean? And that gives him a lot more chances to prove himself. And I think you know him being a big body, he's tall, he's lengthy, he gets down the field. I think he can make some plays for you if you really need him to. Yeah, he's a young receiver and, and whatnot, but, um, yeah, I believe he's going to be nice down the stretch as well, depending on how long Cooper Cup is out. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Who uses their tight end more, the Rams or the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah it's just funny. The Rams have a couple of tight well. ends. They just don't really yeah, separate I mean... too much, which I'm surprised because, like, I heard that uh, McVay was just ecstatic to be able to pick him up as early as they did in the draft. See, yeah, that's the thing, man. Exactly. And that, Go ahead, Bill. Well, no, that's what I was going to say about this. I mean, picking up Gerald Everett might not be a bad idea either. You know what I mean? With uh, even Cooper Cup going down, they're going to be having to throw the ball to somebody. See, that was I mean. another thing I was getting to, though, for tight ends. I got Nick Vanette yeah. uh, Seattle. He's, okay, he's yeah, been yeah. Shining, he's, shining high lately. Yep. Yeah, How do you bad, do that? You know what I mean? But, yeah, I was just thinking about Last week, we can look it up. Go ahead and talk, Bill. Look it up. I didn't even see what he did last night, to be honest. Um, I wasn't really paying attention to that. (laughs) But yeah, he definitely was getting more more attention from Russell Wilson, which you know transpires down the road. As of late, too. I mean, Russell Wilson targets tight ends a lot. You know, man, I want to go starting him as a tight end one or anything like that. No, crazy. He can fill in for a bye week, maybe, you know. And what about Toy Lolo, you know? Oh. What do you guys think about that? Don't Bill. even. Come on. Let's talk well, about I don't, it. We, we should use him. We should use him. We should use Luke I mean, Wilson, I, too. Might. I mean, we should use Michael Roberts. No, we don't. But I think Michael Roberts no. and Luke Wilson. We're not. Out, I right? think we forget the tight end. Put a left tackle out there. I don't even give a crap. Put a left tackle out there and run the football. So that's pretty even... much what Luke – that's pretty much what Toy Lolo is. I mean, what is he like? Six, 290? Seven, 
two like something. Six, six, eight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a big yeah, just, boy, to, right? just to touch back on this real quick, Van Ed only had one for 17, but he did have only two targets, so that's not bad. Right, okay. Still one for 17. That ain't, that ain't too bad, I guess. Not what you no, know, not, a, not really a number one, definitely, definitely. But, no, I mean, Toy Lolo, he's a big body. He's got uh, – he's, he's shown proof that he can do things in Atlanta. Um, I was actually excited to kind of pick him up this season, but – uh. Again, as y'all touched on, we don't use tight ends. I think Michael Roberts has a hell of a talent. I think he does too. I think he's getting better, like every year. And uh, I, I wish I would have seen huge. more out of him this year. You know what I mean? It, he was looking promising, but then again, you know what I mean? It's the Lions, so who the fuck knows? Or oh, we're down the field. Oh no. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's get on to the next topic here. All right, actually, that's it, boys. I mean, that's that's really it for tonight's episode. Well, who do you guys? What do you got for QBs? Picking up QBs? Nothing. I uh, no, I didn't really go over what any. What about Lamar um, Jackson? Lamar Jackson. I didn't know if he was going to start. I didn't know if he was going to start. So that was that was the hard thing. Um, so if you, you want to take the gamble, yeah, yeah. If you want to take the gamble, absolutely. If you have, uh, if you do not have a freaking quarterback, yes, go get this guy. He has a Deshaun Watson day from last year or something. You know what I mean? What what if he does something crazy? Take the chance, live life. Uh, Sounds like we're losing you a little bit, Bill. (laughs) No, you ain't losing me. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, but uh, no, I I know I didn't didn't really go over any of those guys. Um. That is a that's a little gamble, but it's not a bad pickup at all. No, definitely. Anything else y'all want to talk not. about? I mean, we got time. We got a little time. No, I mean we we covered it. I think we covered a lot of it. Uh, what needed to be said. Um, now we just wait. We wait, wait and watch us uh, look like idiots when it comes to Monday, <laughs> oh, we're Tuesday. We're losing it. We're So what do you mean? Hell, What's going on? I don't know. That's all right, but I mean. We covered most of everything. We we went over the top ten games of the NSC, uh, NCAA football here, and we went over uh, U of M football. So I mean, I think we got a lot in today. Yeah, until Tuesday, man. Until yeah, the recap. Definitely. Tuesday, yes. Tuesday will be the recap of uh, what we kind of went over last, uh, the first episode of our podcast. Um, that'll be like our NFL picks and what we kind of went over there. Um, we'll go over. We'll probably make up a game or something in the meantime here, but uh, we'll go over who who did who did the best out of all those picks, and uh, yeah, it'll be a fun day. So I would love to get a shout in. out to Billy actually for uh, last night. I asked him uh, what the score was going to be for the uh, Seattle game, and he told me twenty seven twenty four Seattle, and I got home from hockey and it was twenty seven twenty four Seattle. So I'm going to give Bill a shout out that to I, right there. I'm yeah, that was that was a crazy I game. Did fall asleep on the couch watching that game. I was very tired. I had to get to bed. So I couldn't even see my victory that I did call out. So I had to wake up in the morning and enjoy it by myself. But what can I say? Yeah, that's all right, man. I mean, I understood about half of what you said there. But we're going we're gonna to go ahead and end the episode. Um, good night, guys. I, I, I appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. And I, um, yes, I hope to look forward to um, you know, everybody tuning in for the next episode. Please subscribe yes. if you haven't already. And subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Uh, all right, guys. We love you guys. Stay, Stay classy. Until next time. Go Blue.